Hello and welcome to the Diminutive Collection. I'm Kieran. And I'm Christy G. <laughs> and we're both giddy, aren't we? We are very, very giddy. Um, today's a very, very special day. We are about to listen to say something. Um, I, I, I'm very, very excited. I can't tell you. We've got basically about five minutes before it premieres on the BBC Two Zoe Ball show. Um, we got a little bit wrong. We thought it was going to be premiered at one past midnight, but we the, the album was released, well, well, the pre-orders for the album was released then, so. Yeah, so we um, were all up until midnight last night, very excited with bubbly in our hands and really <laughs> excited about uh, what we were gonna hear. And then it was cruelly taken away from us and then we had to go to sleep and then I've had the most awful night's sleep, Kieran, because I kept dreaming about terrible Kylie songs. I kept hearing Kylie songs in my sleep and they weren't what I wanted them to be. So God, God damn so, it. Do you, think this, do you think this is a premonition that says something's not going to live up to your expectations? No, my dreams are, to, are normally totally rubbish. So um, hopefully that it, don't, it doesn't kind of predict anything. But um, it, was a, it was an awful night's sleep because I kept waking up thinking, God, that song's terrible. I hope that isn't it. So uh, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? I know. We've got, well, five minutes. So it's quite interesting, Christian, because looking back at sort of Dancing and Golden, she released Dancing three months before the release of Golden. So... Say Something is being released four months now from release from Disco. So this mm. means hopefully we'll be seeing maybe two or three um, singles being released before the album comes out. Because with, with The Golden, she released two, Dancing and Stop Me From Falling, and then mm. the album. So hopefully with this longer lead time into the album's release, we'll see another single out there. So there potentially could be three, hopefully. Well, I hope so. I mean, in some ways, it sounds like the old days when Kylie used to release three singles and on the, on the third single, the album would come out. And then that's kind of good for real people because if you release three, three songs, you kind of think, oh, I like those songs. I'll go buy the album. Although it can be dangerous in case uh, single two and three are terrible and then people think, oh, I'm not buying that. But I wouldn't think, I think, I think this should be a very strong album. What I did notice yesterday, which I hadn't, we hadn't talked about, was that it's 16 tracks on the album. So it's a long yes. one. Really yes, long. it is a long album. It's 12 tracks on the standard CD and 16 on the deluxe CD. Uh -huh. Of course, there's a couple of different versions. And when you logged on, the, the album went on pre-sale at 10 o'clock last night on mm -hmm. Kylie's stores. Um, so a, li a little bit earlier than anticipated. And they're, they're, as predicted, there's multiple bundles for sale. But she also released 50 exclusive test pressings that were signed. And apparently they sold out within two minutes. And they're wow. £150 each. And how many did you get? I, uh, I didn't get a test pressing, but I, um, <clears throat> I did buy a, a bundle. And, and, a and what bundles. else? Oh, God. You got a, you got one, one bundle for <laughs> £55. Yeah, and then I got the Amazon exclusive vinyl, which is a different colour. Then I got the HMV vinyl, which is a different colour. And then I just bought another cassette. I mean, I'm going to lose my flat. During a pandemic, <laughs> I shouldn't be, you know, spending this amount of money. But it's Kylie, right? And that's what I can say to the you know, law enforcement officers that drag me into prison <laughs> for not being able to pay my bills. So it's Kylie, of course, they'll hopefully understand, right? Well, I'm sure they will. She's the pop princess and everyone loves her. But, um, but to tell me, with these, with these colourful discs, will you, be wearing, will you be playing them so that they kind of uh, complement whatever you're wearing that day? I mean, what does the colour, what colour, what, what difference does it make? Oh God, no, I'll probably just open only one vinyl and just keep the rest so I can just look at them every couple of months. I mean, well, it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? It's probably a sickness. Yes, but I'm no, I'm no, I'm not the only one out there because I know there's a hell of a lot of people out there who are listening who do exactly the same as I do, and we should be actually proud. We have at least paid for a kitchen that Kyla Minogue has had in one of her houses. <laughs> well, that's the kitchen where she's been recording her album. So, 
So, you know, this album is probably a bit like a crowdfunder. <laughs> um, oh, you see, I'm, a, I'm an old fashioned fan. I, I, I tend to either buy the CD, so I've got the CD, probably, you know, deluxe one or whatever. And then I might just, you know, download just because it's much easier. But I've, I've never, because I've never, never really had a record player, I never really buy the vinyl, although I, I have been given one as a gift recently. But I still, I mean, in my, in my old days with records, I used to scratch them. So um, I, well, I don't know. It is clumsy. Old, well, clumsy, and I would never really take care of my vinyl uh, records. I mean, I used to have, I mean, I still have somewhere in a cupboard all my 12 inches of Kylie and Jason. So I've got all of them, but and the kids from Fame album and a couple of other things. But um, I was so clumsy that there was no point in having any, um, any uh, kind of vinyl. So I, I'm, and then cassettes were terrible because then, you know, when the, the tape would kind of get all wound up and caught in the thing. So thank God for CDs. Oh, actually, the CDs were bad too because I used to scratch those or I used to leave them. <laughs> so you know what? This can't be trusted with anything, Kristen. No, as much as the kind of digital thing, people kind of say, oh, it's easy to spread. That's so much more, it's so much easier. So much easier. You, you're one of those great people that buy albums, don't you? You, know, you don't really listen to on Amazon or Spotify or... No, I, I mean, I mean, with Kylie in particular, I always want to have the physical one too. Mm. I mean, to have the physical one. Because I mean, I like the inlay card and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the albums. That's the only good thing about albums is you had the amazing artwork and you could see it really big. And sometimes, you know, you get albums that were we called the gatefold albums. And, well, I love all that kind of stuff. But, but then it also takes up a lot of room. And unless you're... Oh, a vinyl aficionado, then, you know, you just don't like a sorry amount of them in the corner, but you've got loads at home. I remember when I came around that time, you've got so many uh, vinyl copies of various things. Yeah, I love collecting my vinyls. I've got a great Wicked 80s vinyl collection, like loads of Stock Aiken and Waterman compilations, um, the 12-inch singles of all Stock Aiken and Waterman. I've got, I've got a really impressive cassette collection as well. I'm getting right into collecting my cassettes, which is which is strange. <laughs> oh, God, I need a hobby. But well, that is my hobby, really, right? Now, now, Kieran, this week, we've been running for, what, 10 weeks now? Is it 10 weeks we've been doing this? Or maybe? Yes. Well, now, we've, we've had a lot of comments from people. And, you know, when we first started this, we did kind of worry that perhaps we may go down, you know, because of our differences of opinion, we may not always sit well with the fans. But we've had quite a good response from people, haven't we? Yeah, we really have. And I'd like to thank, you know, everyone who's, who's emailed in and, and sort of, you know, came and said how much they loved, you know, us rambling on on the podcast, um, on the social channels. But in particular, I would like to give, give a big shout out to Barry, who emailed us recently. He's got the most incredible podcast as well. He's a podcaster and he's a big Extraordinary Stories podcast. So oh. check that out. Um, also, Rob Ferguson. Michael, Zurika, Anna Matassas, um, everyone who's just basically sent in and said how much they love what we're doing. It really means the world. Because, you know, as Christian said, we didn't really expect, you know, anything of this. It's just two fans sitting and chatting about Kylie because we love Kylie. Um, and so, yeah, thank you so much. And keep it coming. You know, just email us at the Kylie Smiley podcast at gmail.com and hit us up on Instagram or, or our Facebook page at The Diminutive Collection. Oh. I'm just listening live. No, no, it's not happening yet. It's not happening yet. It's coming up. She says it's coming up. There's headlines now, so we're, we're doing this as live uh, listeners. So yes, <laughs> and we'll keep. You'll already already have heard this, but we're doing this as live, so this comes straight afterwards. So um, all right, let me get my um, sorry ball to doing it as it comes. So um, the thing about the uh, the fans is, yeah, at the very beginning, we were always concerned that because we have a difference of opinion, especially when it came to things like you know, Impossible Princess on my part. Um, you know, I, we thought we could be up for a lot of criticism. And I think one of the people who wrote in said, you know, it was quite refreshing to hear two different voices 
uh, having different opinions on albums and but they quite like them and they kind of said you know sometimes on some kind of <clears throat> some forums uh, that might not be tolerated sometimes but we've had any good responses I've not we have not had any bad ones although I'm probably asking for a bad one now <laughs> but you know it, it, it's a, as, as Steve said as well on when we chatted to him that it's a sign of a, a great true artist when you know fans can have debates and fans can have you know we're, we're not supposed to love everything that Kylie does and you know some artists will make missteps and in in the in in fans eyes some missteps might be her greatest achievements so it's 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 all up for debate and you know at the end of the day we are all in the same camp we're all massive Kylie fans regardless of opinions age sex gender and all that kind of stuff so we're all in this together all hail Kylie right well, indeed, and that's the thing. no fan should ever blindly like an artist's music because you've got to be critical. And I think sometimes pop stars like to have their fans be critical because they know what they know what's hitting the right mark and what's not hitting the right mark. Mm. Kind of blow smoke up a pop star's ass, but sometimes um, it's probably not good for them. They need to hear the truth because you know sometimes I think their record companies don't tell them the truth. Yeah. So I think it's probably wise that the people who know them best and people who want the best of them. Because whenever we criticise, it's not that we are being mean to the pop star we like, it's that we're just kind of thinking, God, you know what, that could have been a little bit better and I wish they had been different because we know what we want from our pop stars. And, you know, as I've always said, I don't think Kylie's ever kind of really, in terms of singles at least, she's never faltered in my eyes. You know, if you listen to her, her back catalogue of songs, it's always been, I don't think there's ever been a bad single, aside, you know, aside from those covers I'm not a fan of, but I mean, even they're not that bad. But she's never faulted in terms of singles. And, you know, album-wise, she might have had her ups and downs, but they're, they're all still very good. So we're very lucky to have a pop star who's kind of relatively consistent and always comes up trumps when we need her to come up trumps with a bunch of corking songs. When you say she's never had a bad single, she's, I, I kind of agree with that, but there's also, she's, she's bypassed great album tracks that should have been singles. Yeah, but then that's quite, that's quite exciting that a pop star actually has album tracks that are, that are worthy of being a, a contender as a single. A lot of people, uh, I think, did Steve say this the other day, that he was saying that some people, yeah, in the early days, they'd have the four songs. And then they wouldn't care about anything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're lucky that, you know, that there is a bit of care that goes into it. I mean, in some uh, ways, as we said before, it's not always Kylie's choice what ends up on an album. So, you know, you might have, you know, uh, the song we were talking about the other day, Magnetic Electric. I mean, that is a song that I've been listening to now ever since. And it's such a good song. Not for it not to have been on the proper album or to be available on, online anywhere. It's just kind of madness, to be honest. So, um, but then that's record company choice. And that they're denying the fans, you know, great songs. So it's a very odd world, if you ask me. But we don't think we're going to change it, are we? No. No, not at all. So now, I, do, do you worry about the 16 track thing? Because this is a thing... But again, I keep name dropping on Steve Anderson, but he was saying the other day when they did 94 Kylie, it was a 10 track album. And it was, you know, it was just kind of like a small uh, amount of songs with no kind of fillers and no dead weight. Now, Madonna released Rebel Heart a few years ago. There was about a million tracks on it. But then, (laughs) and I thought some of them were very, very poor. But if you'd taken away maybe eight or nine of them, you would have had the perfect album. So, so it's like quality over quantity, right? Yeah. Do you think having 16, this is the first time I think Kylie's had so many, isn't it? On a kind of How, however, we don't we haven't we haven't seen the track list. These could be remixes of additional songs. You know, she could be doing, you know, 10 tracks or 12 tracks and the rest could be additional remixes. True. true. So it is a dis, it's disco. So we, I wouldn't I would be very surprised if there wasn't remixes on this album as it's a disco album. 
I'm surprised to say something hasn't leaked. Well, I really think, I mean, I, this week I got in touch with the PR to see if we could get like an early listen to do so we could record this before. And they were being very strict about it only being aired on a Zoe Ball show. So, um, yeah, because it's available to purchase or listen to on streaming and at nine o'clock today. So in 25 minutes. And why do you think she's done it on a Thursday? Because normally people release their singles on a Friday. Yeah, normally, yeah, Friday. I don't know. I have no idea. It's interesting. I mean, <laughs> people can release music whenever, but normally Friday is the day for releasing. Yeah. Do you think it's to give it two days worth of sales to kind of get, get a good chart position, maybe? Maybe. I guess if it was done really quickly, then you get a number one. I don't understand how these charts work anymore, to be honest. I'm very confused. And I never understand when things come out, because things don't, do come out on various days. So, I mean, I hope this single does really well for her. I mean, I, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, post Glastonbury and everything like that, there's a lot more excitement uh, around her that the single will do better. Oh, she, she, she's talking about the fans. Turn, turn, turn her up. We're global, Zoe. Totally global. Yeah, thank you, Kylie. Yeah, this show's gone global. And uh, global. for us, our listener figures, if only they tested them today, it'd be brilliant. We last spoke in June um, since that gigantic Sunday set at Glastonbury. I watched that again yesterday, actually. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's amazing. She was incredible at Glastonbury. I know. I still love that bit where she turns around in that thing at the beginning where... Uh, You've got that face, and it's a, it's a lemur, isn't it? And the little shake of the head, like, it was just incredible. I almost had to up to it, not as much as on the day, obviously, but... Um, it sounds like Danny. We had some, uh, we had some rosé on the go. Oh, my God, it does sound like Danny. I think Kylie's in bed. <laughs> I think she's got Danny to do this. That sounds like Danny Minogue. I did, and then I got teary in the middle, and then I end it was like, God, I know, there she is. It's very perky for 842. I have to admit, I, it took me a long time to get my mouth moving. This is probably a pre record. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so the, the theme for the album was disco, <laughs> which took a little while to kind of find what my interpretation of that is. Oh, no, what does um, that mean? So, yeah. It, oh, it, it's, it's still uh, going to be disco. It's definitely a balance of fun and a, like, pure escapism. And then. My heart's racing. <laughs> when we did the first play of Say Something, that emotional element. Okay, that would oh, have emotional. Disaster. That's scary. I feel like the fans have tuned in to hear. <laughs> 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 Christian, we're in our forties. This is ridiculous that we are we're behaving this way. Two grown men. Say something. We we wrote it last year. Um, oh. It's uh, it's. Uh, Who did you write I it with? I just think it's it's like this gigantic song, and yet it's it's very, gigantic. Um. Uh, at the same time, oh. I think it's well. When you see the, the, the video, love you, Kylie, but just press play, Zoe. Press play. It's like a galactic disco. So, I a galactic disco. Love and the searching and knowing that there's, there's something or someone out there. Sounds like Light Years Part Two. <laughs> yeah, maybe X as well. X and Light Years in a disco sense sensibility. I, I for all the fans, that when you said the words galactic disco, everybody was just like. <laughs> In the air. We'll make the fans wait no longer. Kylie, you've got to introduce it. Take it away, mother. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm beside myself with excitement to announce this is the very first radio play of the first single from my album, Disco. This is Say Something! Oh my god. Christian, you ready? Oh my god. It's a sensational opening. Oh my god. It's. Oh my god. Oh. Loving it. It's very Dua Lipa, isn't it? 
like it so far? It's not quite what I expect. I thought it would be a bit more of a fast tempo disco, but it's got a kind of groove to it. Oh my god, you know what? I can't wait for the remix to. Oh yeah, I'm obsessed. I like the rhythm. It's not, yeah. it's not as immediate spinning around. You better have a kind of chorus. The chorus needs to be banging after this. Oh, I think that was it. Oh, really? Because it was still like it was leading up to a really kind of banging thing and kind of, maybe it's teasing us, maybe it's just tickling our balls for a little bit. Well, we've gone back to the verses, haven't we? It's a little in excess for me, the backing track a little bit. What do you think? It's a bit Prince, a bit in excess, is that what me? It's very current, it's very, to, the, to this kind of day, I think, in terms of today's disco. It's like a slower version of light years. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I think but as I said, the, 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 the remix is going to be incredible on this. I think after a couple of listeners, this will become really, really, really catchy. But at, because we're taking it as we go along, it's quite hard to really appreciate it, I think. But it's, yeah. it's slower than I thought it was going to be. The voice sounds great. Sounds amazing. Like, well done for recording this in the kitchen that we bought. Amazing. <laughs> it's probably the bit of it in the toilet. There's a lot of echoes going on. So it must be in the toilet she did that. I like this bit. It's, it's catchy. I think this, this is a perfect summer song. I need to hear it loud with both earphones on. I'm only hearing it tinny at the moment. So I think there's going to be a lot of love for this. It's quite cool. It's quite grown up. It is. It's what's grown up disco, right? Mm. Well, she said it was going to be that. She sounds great. There's really good the, the rhythm of the melody very good. Oh my god, Tristan, that's definitely a Carly smiley for me. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I know I sounded a little bit hesitant, but I was taking everything in as it went. Because we, you know, we were anticipating, where's the chorus? And now yeah, we, I think that was a little bit of a letdown for me because it was building up. And then we kind of let us down. So I was expecting to elevate that extra little bit higher, but still, it's a great song. No, I, I love it. I want to play it again now. So once this is all, once we're finished here, yeah. I'll be playing it on repeat and playing play it very loudly <laughs> as well. But no, I think ultimately it sounds great because I, by the end of it, I really like that kind of build. That dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That's what the tune was. <laughs> I, I, I'm impressed. I like it. And it's, it's boding well to what the album could be. Amazing. Well, I'm going to let you do that, Christian. You go and listen to it over and over. Um, as I said, we'll be back next week with Body Language and the rest of our kind of commentaries on her rest of the albums. But this week was just dedicated to the two episodes to Disco and Say Something. So please get in touch at the Carly Smiley podcast at gmail.com or at the Diminutive Collection on socials, Facebook and Instagram. So pop in and say hi.